Welcome to Grace Point Direct, a place that helps us all connect just a little bit deeper in our church. I am your host, Taylor Wood. The goal of all these podcasts is to inform about different things, yes, but also uh, to dig a little bit deeper into some of the different topics and issues that we should find interesting. And uh, we'll be dropping new episodes each week uh, for this. So make sure to subscribe so you'll get notified when it hits. Make sure to also download the Grace Point app where you'll also find up-to-date information about upcoming events, audio from Mike's latest sermons, and a place to send in prayer requests and connect with our pastoral staff. Today, we have got episode number 11 in our More Than a Minister series, where we will get to know our staff in a way that maybe you haven't gotten to just yet. And I am sitting with the one and only Tim Logan, who, outside of Mike and Lori, is the longest standing staff member that we have. Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good to be here. It is good to have you, Tim. You and I sit side by side most weeks, kind of. Our offices are adjacent. That's right. To each other. I used to work in your closet when I first came here. I, that's I used to call that Tim's closet. Um, so we've uh, we've been around each other for you know almost three years. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes fast for yeah it does it does uh, for your history here isn't a big deal but for our history is a big deal so um, I like to uh, to kind of open this up with um, you to me are the class on our staff. <laughs> And so I don't know how that fe- I don't know how that feels to you. Um, well, you can fool some of the people some of the time. <laughs> yeah. So, but I will say um, it's I'm really looking forward to chatting with you because um, it's these weird it's, it's these little things that pop up every now and then. We're like Tim's got to know about this. So a good example <laughs> is uh, like mid March or something. Um, we're talking about the tulips, you know, for Easter. And I was talking with Stephanie Treyweek about um, the tulips and like what we we're going to do and how we we're going to get them and stuff like that. And we didn't know anything about them. We we're like, I don't know. I guess we can just like pick them or cut them, whatever, you know. And Stephanie said, you know what? I really need to talk to Tim because I feel like he'll know how to handle these. And she did talk to you and you did know how to handle them. But it's like it's little things like that. Like how did like you just know. That How to handle tulips. Yeah, I don't know. It's you know, on like, my resume. It's on your resume, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's stuff like that that I'm like, that's uh that's totally a Tim expert level of expertise and it just seems classy to me. Like, you know, it's just all that. But I will say if I can if I can just um uh maybe come on the other side of that, there is one thing that you do that is not necessarily maybe the a classy thing. And so I don't know if it's gonna be a thing. More than one, I'm sure. More than I'm sure but the uh, powder creamer for the coffee. <laughs> is, Sorry, man. <laughs> I can't go with it. You know, you and I have talked about this. I can't go with it. Yeah. Matter of fact, I had to today. I got coffee this morning. Yep. I just got it. And there's I have I ran out of half and half in my fridge <laughs> and I had to get the the, the powder creamer. Hmm. And I don't know why, but it makes me think of you whenever I get that powder. I don't know why. Well, I guess I'm probably the only one around here that does that. There's, I mean, there's got to be a classy version of powder creamer though somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't think there is, but uh, it's weird. Of, it's it's weird. It's just a flavor that I prefer. And, uh, yeah. Sorry, I don't do I don't do black. <laughs> I mean, Never either, could yeah. do the black, and uh, you know. But yeah, me either. Anyway, uh, all right. So let's jump in, Tim. This episode is, is all about trying to get to know you. 
And I know that you being here a long time, it could be as if, well, people already know me, but uh, we have a lot of new folks in our church. Uh, we have different people who you haven't really gotten to talk to, and you have such a cool history here. So mm. let's jump first into the family, though, because family is most important. So uh, introduce us to your family a little bit, and then maybe talk about um, what are maybe you and Leslie's interests, you know, what's going on, on the weekend, stuff like that. Well, of course, Leslie first, and she is, uh, in my opinion, the most wonderful woman in the world. And mm -hmm. we've been married for so many years, since 1980, May of 1980. So this will be our 40 first anniversary very right? nice is yeah. that right that's a good thing with math that's a good thing about an 80 you know, like it's yeah, a, it's it a decade yeah you know? that's yeah, right yeah. so plus one and last year was her 40th yeah and um she is incredible she works at uh, village on the creeks mm. and chapel on the creeks so yeah uh, that's over <laughs> there by that. cross church yeah mm -hmm. uh that's a uh, really pretty spot yeah Cross Church is by Village on the Creeks. Right, right, across but, the pond. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, she is a very busy person. She she loves to bake and cook and take care of people and minister to people and is always doing something. She, she has no slack moments. And, mm -hmm. uh, we have three amazing children. Evan, who's the oldest in near Memphis in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Mm. He's creative director for a uh, marketing company that does T-shirts and graphics and videos and all kinds of things like that. Uh, my son, Joseph, is uh, marketing director for Crawford Construction in mm -hmm. Fayetteville, and yeah. so he's here close. And then my daughter is a graphic artist in Tulsa with a Dang. graphics firm over there. So Just they're all involved in that yeah. sort of thing, and that's awesome. they all work and work, <clears throat> work or serve in their churches and music right. or technology things like that. Yeah, I got and to know then, Joe and the, when I first the grandchildren. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, of course. Of <laughs> yeah, course. Evan has four amazing grandchildren: Elton, Evelyn, Eliza, and Eleanor. Eight, seven, six, and four. Yeah, it's a whole new adventure in and of itself. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah. yeah, amazing. And Joseph and Caroline uh, have one on the way. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Heaven's wife's name is Kathy. Wonderful woman. So. Awesome. Cool. Well, um, I, I got it all in there. I'm not sure. Yeah. And that, that is cool, though. They're mm -hmm. all kind of, uh, it's not, they don't do the same thing, but they're in the same related. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. So that is cool. How that's worked out. Yeah. yeah. And it's not unrelated to what you do now, mm -hmm. too. So that's, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so as you guys um, are hanging around, uh, you and Leslie, of course, y'all have been empty nesters for a few years now. Yep. Um, I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Children are uh, great, but yeah. every age, every season has its uh, blessings, and it has, you know, right things that aren't as good. But uh, right, this is a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, Leslie is always on the go, always yep. has something going on. Um, you have little side projects as well. Um, so, what do you guys have going on that's kind of specific to you two in this phase mm. of life? Well, right now we've we've uh, we opened a bed and breakfast mm -hmm. about a year, a little over a year ago, and that's been really cool. It's uh, near downtown, and it is very cool. It's uh, it's fun. It yeah. really is a lot of fun taking care of it. I'm, we're both highly involved in it, of course, and I have my mm -hmm. duty. She has hers, and it's <laughs> done real well, and we're really happy happy with that. It gives us an outside focus, something to kind of spark our interest. In. You know, away yeah. from our regular work. So it's really cool. Right. Yeah. And it's a very cool spot. It's called yeah. Star Landing. Yeah. 
Uh, so starlandinghouse.com starlandinghouse.com go Come check it out recommend us. it to Come your friends yeah yes. <laughs> uh, Jamie and I got to stay there a while back it was super super <clears throat> yeah. cool so uh, well that's awesome I know that just being in that world does take up uh, a lot of time and mm. uh, but that's really cool because you guys have done a great job with it so uh, all right take us back a little bit Tim we want to know about um, where you came from a little bit of your family history um, you know, are you a, are you a North Arkansas local? If you go along the trend with the rest of our staff, then you're from Oklahoma because I don't know if you know this, but pretty much everyone on our staff is from Oklahoma. It's, <laughs> I don't nope, know. it's ridiculous. Nope, not from Oklahoma. The other okay. way. Praise yeah, the Lord. I, I grew up on a farm on Star Landing Road in uh, ah, the connection. Nesbitt, Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I was in the Memphis area. That's close to Memphis. And yeah, uh, went to college at Delta State and Memphis State. So all in that area. And I met Leslie at my first full-time church. It was my my part-time. Part-time then, yeah. Yeah. Kind of bridging there. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, met her at Graceland Baptist Church in Memphis, where I served for nine and a half years. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's my... That's my upbringing. So you grew up on a farm. Yeah. Is there a lot of, um, was that, you know, after school, you're going home and taking care of stuff on the property? I really or? wasn't a farm kid. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. did some, but no, uh, I guess my father didn't push me into doing a lot of that. We, we right. I did some and helped with various things and you know, raking hay, you know, feeding uh-huh. the cows at times, things like that. Yeah. Not huge, but uh, right. as we, my sister and I both uh, got a little into high school, we were interested in, in the arts and theater and music, things like that. We were mm-hmm. greatly involved in that. So yeah, kind of went that direction. Right. So it was, uh, w- uh, what do you think that you pulled from Mississippi, growing up in Mississippi? Like what, what did Mississippi ingrain in you and kind of your... Who you oh, were? I think it's just probably one of the most polite areas of mm. the country. I mean, people mm-hmm. are so... So gracious and nice. It's just you know people call it southern hospitality. That there's yeah. hospitality everywhere. There's you know, there's uh, graciousness everywhere. But I guess I just saw so much of it there in our area. And when I go back, there's just a difference in the people. It's just you right. know yeah. maybe because I I know them better. I appreciate them. Sure. You know for who they are and right. And uh, it's it's a great place and beautiful place. Uh, gets a bad rap in a lot of ways, but but it's a very yeah. nice, very nice area. I, I feel that because being from Southeast Arkansas, it's kind mm-hmm. of the same way. People yeah. people are like, uh, what do you mm-hmm. mean Arkansas? Yeah, like South, yeah. so the South Arkansas. Yeah. But it's just something when you go back, yeah, you know it so well, mm-hmm. you know. And and even I, mm-hmm. I, so, I was born in Southeast Arkansas. I grew up in Southeast Texas, kind yeah. of the same way, right. you know. Yeah. Um, there is something special uh, about those places, and I'll tell you, they do the best potluck food in the country. Uh, <laughs> no I doubt. haven't experienced potluck food in all the country, but I'll tell you, there's something different when we go there. But uh, uh-huh. my sister is two years older than I, and she just passed away a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And they fed us after the funeral in her little church there in Senatobia, Mississippi, is where she mm. lived. And the food just blew our minds. Yeah. It was incredible. So, so talk a little bit about, you said you got interested up in high school, got interested in the arts and theater and things like that. Uh, what was your personality like whenever you were no, a kid? I was just and... a nerd, geek, <laughs> you know, theater yeah. type, music type, you know. Yeah. Quiet? kind of thing, quiet. Quiet, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. So theater, uh, what role would you have, did you audition for? Or like what, what role in the theater did you play? Oh, well, my first first role was a small part in Funny Girl in the ninth grade. Mm. The next year, I tried out for Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. 
and um, the director, Francis McGuffey, who I just saw, <laughs> had been communicating with uh, around my sister, mm-hmm. um, wonderful woman, and she, she said, would you sing for us? I said, I don't sing. I'd never sung before. Oh, yeah. I said, I don't sing. She said, oh, just, you can just do something like America the Beautiful. Right. So I kind of stumbled through America the Beautiful, and I got the role of Model Kemsel in Fiddler on the Roof, which hey, is yeah. uh, you know, one of the main main roles. But uh, right. started singing then, involved in things like that. Right. So you were interested mm-hmm. before, but was it that year that really pulled you in yeah, to theater? Yeah, ninth, ninth, tenth. Yeah. Ninth, tenth grade. Eleventh, yeah. twelfth. Yeah. So went to Delta State. Yeah. After high school, mm-hmm. uh, what'd you major in? Music. Music. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Was that? Is that uh, like those are usually really rigorous programs? Yeah, pretty much so. Music's pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it was difficult for me. I was not a great student. I you know I didn't. I was too interested in doing all those other things like theater mm. and the music groups I was in was in right. traveling music groups things like that and and so <laughs> it was right. tough on me but uh so i did all that stuff you know then i changed to memphis state and i, I was in music theater and art there yeah. so involved in everything from opera to theater to wow. uh, things like interior design art classes everything like that it was crazy what do you think people miss out on by not getting involved in those type of programs you mean a varied approach yeah, yeah kind of well, a varied of like I mean, you know, it's the university approach, you know, and in fact, that's the program I was in. It's called a university college where you combined all these different, it's kind of a new thing for them. Yeah. And they kind of let you combine all these different things, pretty much what you wanted to do. It was interesting, but I think it brings in a universal, you know, view to people to experience right. all these different things if they have the opportunity. Sure. Uh, but other people, you know, are concentrated on getting that degree in those right. in the classes they must have to do that in a certain amount of time. So it right. narrows that some, but, you know, takes different strokes for different folks on that. So, yeah. 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 I just feel like there's you got to miss out on some culturing piece, right, of yeah, possibly, um, possibly. En- enjoying yeah. different things mm-hmm. and different avenues. And you never know if you're a singer, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just never know until you step oh, yeah. out there and do that. Right. Um, Interesting fact, as I... In those latter years of my college, my, my mother's boss knew Lawrence Welk mm. and wanted me to try out for Lawrence Welk. <laughs> so I prepared for that, had photos yeah. made, made some tapes. And before I got to go do it, he died. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I always look back and think, hmm, was that good or bad for, for me? I mean, it was not. You know, right, I, yeah. But, but uh do the photos yeah, still thinking, exist? What if I had made it on Lawrence Welk? <laughs> right, right. I'd be in Branson now, I guess. You know, like some of those people. Are. Yeah, and uh, oh, Branson's a whole other topic in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but did the photos? Are the photos still floating around? Uh, Is yeah. there any chance? Yeah. yeah, somewhere. Okay, maybe we can use that for the podcast. Uh, Art, uh, artwork. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you and I both know how to get a photo in a digital form. I'm Jim. thinking I, there is one sitting on my sister's table uh, in, in a bedroom. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I can't remember if I took a shot of that or not. I was shooting some of the various things sitting around her house. Right. I may have it. I don't know. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, well, we'll be on the lookout for it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we can't promise the listeners that it's the artwork, yeah. but, but maybe we can get there. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so, went to Delta State, but then you said Memphis State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, went to there. Uh, yeah. Went there. Met Leslie in that kind of post-time period, Yeah, started period, at right? Christland Baptist Church while I was at Memphis State. And part-time. I was part-time, and then I went full-time 
In music? There. Yeah, music. Yeah. Well, worship leader, I worship guess we call yeah. them now, but back yeah. then it was called minister music. It's called music guys. Let's, <laughs> let's get man. real. The music Or the guy. pastors would say, my music man. My music man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tim's my music man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but at some point, was, was church a part of your growing up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always. Every Sunday, you know. Yeah. Uh, First Baptist Church, Foreign Lake, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. Was it, at what point did you think, maybe I could do this? Ministry thing vocationally, you know, it was Gosh, it? I don't know. I don't know that I ever, I, I think in my college years, looking forward, I didn't plan on that. I didn't think that's what I'm going to do. Um, and the interesting thing is, I had walked the aisle as a child, and uh, but not knowing what I was doing. But yeah, I became a minister of music. Uh, at Delta State, went down there. I had a small church and then came back and worked in churches and uh, then Grace Point and even became, I mean, Graceland, Graceland, excuse me, get all my graces. A lot of graces, yeah. yeah. Became full time ordained <laughs> minister of music before the Holy Spirit made me aware I had not made a true profession of faith and uh, wow. have, have a relationship with Him. Yeah. So I, I did. I, I knew what to do. And so I <laughs> told many other people how to be saved or, you know, whatever you want to call that process. Right. And so I did. And then came to the church and said, I figured they'd fire me, say, you're, you're a liar, you're a cheat, get out of here. And uh, But no, they loved me, encouraged me, and nurtured me. Wow. It was after that that... Um, I really felt uh, God leading me to work in churches, I guess, as a profession. I would never say, I never did say, I was called to music ministry. Right. I guess that's a good thing because it came, there came a time <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing music ministry. Right. And I never felt that. I just, I just was called to serve Him, right. however, whatever form that may take. Mm-hmm. And that's my calling. And found that he will equip those he calls. Right. And so he gave me many equipping opportunities after my salvation, and I was aware of what it was doing in my life. I was Mm. aware of him gifting me and preparing me to do that to which I was called. Right. Um, And so there was a lot of very, varied influence there. And uh, in various areas, and we talk about what I do now in, in the arts or theater type things, uh, design. I've always done that in churches. I was the only one <laughs> who right. was uh, there to do many of the things that for which now we have many employees. Back then, it was just me, you know. Right. So I'd do anything I could, just uh, mm-hmm. use the gifts he had given me to to. Um, Using them in the, the music ministry or right in the churches. So after I left Graceland, came to in 1986, came to First Baptist Church of Rogers mm. as minister. What's of music. the connection there? How did you get over to North Arkansas? Oh, some I, a man in Memphis had a brother here in First Baptist Rogers, Ken Kearney. Can't remember the exact position. Yeah, uh, chaplain for something, and he had been to our church in Memphis to speak. And he heard me, observed oh. me leading worship, and he recommended me to his brother Ken up here. Oh, nice! In First Rogers, and so they took that recommendation and, and followed through with it. Came to Memphis and got me. So I was at First Rogers wow. then fifteen years. Wow! Yeah, and you did a so just like you talked about. Um, you have 
a lot of obviously things going on within worship ministry, but going into first Rogers, I know you kind of started to experience some other parts of getting that ministry out, uh, through broadcasts and some other different things. You guys were broadcasting at first. Yeah, Rogers, they were right? already they were on TV live every Sunday right. morning. Yeah, it's kind so of a different they put world. Me in charge of that, <laughs> <laughs> right. and I'd had some of that too in college, some uh, television yeah. experience. But uh, so they put me in charge of that. We kind of blossomed a little bit, and we you know added equipment, things we needed to do. Right, stayed live. It's always scary to be live on television. Right, but, uh, right. But we did. Oh, that was live. Y'all yeah, it was do live. A, a recorded. Yeah, okay. yeah. No yeah. redos. It was live. No, okay. Yeah, that is. Yeah, <laughs> that, made you really think it. things through, and uh, you know, right. We're out there. Yeah. And I know that hmm. at First Rogers is where you come across a certain young young man and young lady um, who eventually make Grace Point Church. Yeah, young man. Uh, Lori wasn't there. Mike. Mike. Oh, Lori was. There. That's right. Yeah. yeah. She was. Mike. At, she yep. was at Emmanuel Baptist, I believe, at that time. That's right. But uh, they were dating. Uh, he was a junior in high school when I went to, pretty sure junior, yeah, when I went there in 1986. Okay. So he was in my youth choir, and we did trips and Mike various was in, things. Mike was in he the youth was choir. He was in our youth choir. You heard him sing a couple of weeks ago. That's right. Here, he's got a good voice. That's right. Yeah. That's and, right. And he I, did. And I take credit for that. So. <laughs> no, he was. So yeah. we did choir tours and other trips and ski trips that on which we didn't make it all the way to the uh, <laughs> ski slopes because there was too much snow. Right. Uh, so yeah. we turned around and came back. I have video of that. I have video of him in those days. That needs to come out. Yeah. We have a Grace Point Church family <laughs> Facebook page. So if you're listening yeah. to this and you're not a part of it, right. you yeah. need to go join because mm-hmm. maybe we'll yeah. drop that little yeah. tidbit. That might yeah, be exactly. nice yeah. at some point. So you meet. Uh, you come on staff, mm-hmm. and um, you know uh, Mike's there. Obviously, he goes off. We mm-hmm. have an episode about some of that. So, like, he goes yeah. off, does ministry. Yeah. They come back to Northwest Arkansas right. to plant a church. Yeah. What's that first conversation? Oh man, I had just moved then to Texarkana. Oh, to that's be right. minister of music at for at Beach Street Baptist Church in that's Texarkana, right. uh, two thousand one, and can't remember exactly when it was, but at some point he called me. And said, "Hey, I'm I'm moving back." He was in Af- Africa at the time, or had been in Africa. Yeah, uh, and I had gone over there to shoot a video about him. Uh, uh, so he calls me uh, in 2001 and says, "I'm starting a church in Northwest Arkansas. Would you come help?" Oh, I guess nice. Has music, you know? Yeah, worship. Yeah. I said, "Man, I just got to Texarkana. <laughs> it's just I can't pick up and just turn right around and go back." Right. But, uh, uh, but he kept calling me you know, several <laughs> times more, and every every year I'd say, well, not, you know, not quite there, you know. But uh, right. finally, after a few years, let's see, it was 2006, early in 2006, I think, he started talking with me again. Yeah. Came to see me. We, we talked. We discussed. And I ended up moving back up here. There you go. Great move for me. Right. I don't know about <laughs> mine, but... Uh, well, it seemed to work out yeah. I mean, so well, far. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's been good. That's who who was leading worship for years. them before? Because they, they started... The church started in 2000, 2001. Yeah, I don't know. They so. had a fellow named Greg Dixon, I think, mm-hmm. who had led here, and maybe somebody else. Yeah. I can't remember. Were uh, they still? Were they? In, they wouldn't have been in this building yet, right? No. They, well, they were just getting into this building. Just getting when I into came. the student they, center. They building, were. Yeah. They were meeting at high school, and I was with them in the high school about two, three weeks, maybe before right. they moved here. Okay. Into, into this building. Yes. Right. So, what's Grace Point like in two thousand six? Oh wow. 
hard to say. You know, I was just thinking a while ago. I was I'm 65 years old now, so I was mm-hmm. like 51 then. Is that right? Yeah. 51, and that seems so young to me now. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it seems old to you and some of the, most of the others. No, no, no. But uh, it was interesting, you know, and even from the beginning into the first couple of years after I was leading worship, I was kind of going, am I the right person to be leading worship? <laughs> I saw it. this is a young congregation. Yeah. And I'm a 51-year-old guy trying to lead them in worship, but I had never led in that context mm. with a worship band, whatever right. you want to call it. I was a choir orchestra type guy, you know, right. waving my arms around. And uh, so here I was leading from a keyboard, which I'd never really done before much and right. uh, different situation. And um, truthfully, I just, I don't know, I didn't feel ex- real comfortable with it. And I kind of got the feeling other people may not either, but, uh, hmm. you know, but it was a purpose in it. I think, you know, God, sure. yeah. you know, allowed me to. Help us some things and get some things rolling and help us focus, right. you know, and see what we needed right. and what direction to go. And so uh, I just felt, you know, that I should approach Mike and say, hey, Mike, how about I do another ministry? Or if you don't need me, that's fine. I'll find yeah. something. But uh, and let, let some, right. a, a younger person lead this congregation. And so that was something we agreed to do. And so yeah. he, he allowed me to stay and uh, move to more the art ministry and, mm-hmm. min- and media ministry, video, all the different things. Yeah. Came along. I'm really glad you're kind of pushing into that mm-hmm. time period because this whole next section is kind of what I want to talk about mm-hmm. centers around that. But yeah. first, uh, let me just call out and say, um, I think it's, it's really a testament to you being sensitive to the spirit early in life. Cause mm-hmm. you said this, you know, 15 minutes early. ago in this podcast saying, Hey, um, this is about ministry. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. about music. Right. And I have a great appreciation for that because I have a lot of the same feelings mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. I've never considered myself a music guy, you know. Um, but <laughs> You're a good one. <laughs> well, uh, I, we get through, you know. Uh, but it's uh, it's about ministry. It's about people and pastoring, and it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter what, however you've seen I that, yeah, that. And you that, yeah, and other staff members, you know, Jared, mm-hmm. who moved right. into a different type of ministry, mm-hmm. uh, then followed by, you know, Robbie Bowie and mm-hmm. – uh, yeah. What's his name Andrew. over here? Andrew came along and uh, our boss <laughs> Andrew and, and did yeah. a tremendous job and right. shifted us kind of a new awakening in some areas. You know, it's just right. everyone had their own personality approach to it. Sure, but it was very useful in those periods, and it made us not center on the person so much. Absolutely, I really believe yeah. that. Yeah, I always said, and I, I in my latter years in music ministry in other churches, I said I don't want anybody to really focus on Tim Logan is the minister of music mm. here. You know, mm. I want them to see uh, the worship of God first wow. and yeah. not really notice who's leading that much. Right. And I wanted more people leading mm. uh, beside me. Yeah, the so church, So that right? if I left, yeah. people wouldn't really notice. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, almost not notice. And that's kind yeah. of what, what, what happened here, yeah. you know. Right. And you've done a great job of that, and Andrew did a great job of that, letting others lead mm-hmm. and showing yeah. it's not focused on one person. Right. If other people yeah. can't, then that means it does right. focus on you, yeah. and that's, that's wrong. Right. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. let's shift into that. You, you mm-hmm. brought something up a second ago, and, and we're going to talk about this uh, art, mm-hmm. uh, this broad stroke word mm-hmm. of art, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I 
think I and when honestly most people in the church talk about art, they're usually spe- speaking on music forms <laughs> from stage or yep. something like right. that. But you bring something that is way, way different than that, and I think equally as valuable in all the things. So talk about um, – you don't have to necessarily talk about the transition into what you're doing, but you have an, uh, an, you've had an art ministry here at Grace Point for a long time. We've done art camps in the mm-hmm. past yep. and things like that. We have – what I would call um, a legitimate gallery, <laughs> whereas not not to poke fun or anything, but I'm just trying to draw some uh, parallels here. Other places have some artwork up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but like you do a legitimate gallery and mm-hmm. you do showings and actual uh, art installations and stuff. Mm-hmm. So speak to um, you yourself as an artist, because some people don't know this, that you also uh, paint and uh, do drawings and other mm-hmm. things, too, and have artwork up in the building. Um, so speak to that personally while you enjoy it, but then like, what, what does that bring to our church? I guess to call me an artist is, is generous. Um, I've been interested in art and done art since I was a child. In fact, I have the first painting I ever did, but, and that's always been part. I've never considered myself a a great artist (laughs) or really, really good at any of that, but it's something I've uh, kept at, you know, and I I just believe, um, everybody will laugh probably, but I believe almost everyone could be somewhat of an artist if yeah, they sure. just keep trying. It's all yeah. about just repetition. An expression, and, and expre- right? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. you know, keep trying mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over and over right. and over. Believe me, you do it. You draw a tree 500 times, you're going to end up saying, I'm an artist. You know, you, you're going to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, yeah. you, you improve by seeing what you've done in the past and, right. and coming to the next step, right? next level. And so... You know, so many people are artists and don't know it or could be. Uh, and, it, and it's been part of what I've done in every church. And I've had some type of almost gallery or expression of art, great use of art in every church I've been in. Mm. And this one is probably the, the fullest expression of it. Right. And Jared Sears was a great leader in that. And uh, seeing we, you know, kind of pushed us and seeing that we are in an arts community here, right. like so many uh, others are not. I mean, we're, we're, we have such opportunity here. Right. People coming here to do art, to see art. Uh, so many galleries here, so many expressions of art in our community. And so uh, we are here in the middle of that. We'd mm. better do it, you know. Right. Yeah. And so we did. And when we built the new building over there, we saw that we had these big, white, open walls mm. and said, we we must have a gallery or use right. that as a place to display art and art. Well, we say, uh, my phrase is, uh, we love art, but we love artists more. Mm. Yeah, so our goal is to love artists, yeah. local, regional, national, whatever they may be, international. And we've had right. we've had all of them here, right. in various uh, installations, and a lot of local artists. And we mm-hmm. are getting to be known as a a real right. gallery for. That, that appreciates art, but appreciates right. artists more. So. Well, if Grace Point Church runs 700 adults, mm-hmm. 800 mm-hmm. adults plus, you know, kids right. and all that, but like yeah. people with adult eyes, yes. right? Uh-huh. When, when is an artist going to be able to put their artwork in front of 700 people a week? Exactly. Yeah. And there may be a few others, but there aren't many in our area who could say they have that many people viewing their art every week. Right. And, right. uh, you know, Crystal Bridges, yeah, they do okay. They do okay. <laughs> they do okay, yeah. <laughs> Momentary. Right, you know, right. A couple other churches in the area have great galleries. It's wonderful to see. And yeah. so, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to tell artists who come here, they'll say, how many people can visit your gallery? I say, hundreds a week. 
yeah, you know, hundreds, right? Yeah, right. every week, yeah, right. So, last little thing here. When I first came here, one of the first things I learned about you was if I wanted, uh, if I wanted to know about how to get my hands on a good rug, <laughs> um, I need to talk to Tim Logan. So, how did you? Uh, well, what's the, uh, like a rug's a specialty, or is that just something weird people think? I about don't you? know. I've I've always liked uh, hand knotted Oriental, uh, yeah, rugs and. Uh, don't know if we call them oriental anymore, but yeah. hand knotted rugs from Middle East and all right. those areas, and so just always liked liked them. So I started collecting them and buying them a number of years ago. Right, just something fun. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Tim, I appreciate you sitting with me. Um, you can come by and talk with Tim on Sunday mornings in the video booth, but just make sure it's mm-hmm. like between services, maybe not live in the <laughs> service. Talk to Tim. If I had have my head down typing, <laughs> don't you know, talk just, to Tim. Yeah, hold off just a second. I'm <laughs> but in he's a hurry. I'm in a hurry to fix something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, so he'll be up there, maybe around in the gallery sometime. Check out follow Art Story um, Gallery Art Story NWA Art Story NWA on Instagram, mm-hmm. and that'll let you see whenever different showings are happening yeah. and things like that. Uh, Got a great also, new one coming up, by the way. Oh, local artists watch so be on the lookout uh, and if you need a cool rug give them an email at Tim at Grace Point Church I have some on sale right now too yeah. oh you got some on sale I, yeah. I guess you can find them at Star Landing uh, no, no, uh, so you can you can uh, send an email to Tim and uh, ask about any of those things remember uh, subscribe in whatever way that you listen so that you can stay up to date on the latest episodes that we have coming out for this podcast uh, we're getting near the end of this More Than a Minister series and as soon as we hit strategy meeting in our church we're going to be launching some brand new content so i'm excited about that also jump on the app store download the grace point app and turn on notifications so that you can listen to the previous episodes or um, again send our staff a prayer request because that's so important and as we know as grace pointers we always want to show and share jesus in everyday conversation with everyday people live sent